Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, Eric, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on? Doing well. What's the good word? That's good. That's good. <laughs> Things are still going crazy out there. Indeed it is. <laughs> Same old crap. Yep. And this whole pandemic thing is has got a little bit worse, <laughs> I guess you could say. Oh, Everybody's yeah. Everybody's starting to freak out a little bit more. So I think it would be a perfect time to talk about the uh, movie industry and this whole pandemic thing. And specifically, probably the movie theaters, not so much the movie making, because we know that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so a uh, lot of news pop up lately. Uh, one of the ones that I thought was big here is Cinemark and Universal striking a deal with their movies that if the movie debuts and makes more than $50 million, was it opening? I don't remember. No, I don't uh, think it was open. I, I think, think it was 30 it's days or something like that. Okay. So if it doesn't, if it makes fifty million or more, Cinemark is okay with uh, them going to the pre, what they're calling premium video on demand uh, release thirty one days after opening date. And if it doesn't, I think they said they're okay with seventeen days. If I remember the article right. Right. So what do you what are your what do you think about that? It's just I guess hmm, another way to I guess it's survival mode right about now with the movie theaters. Here's the interesting part: it's a multi-year deal. Yeah. So that makes sense. This is going to be a new normal. I guess they're preparing for if in in indeed it is. So that's. Just them covering their butts with um making the deal. So yeah. you hope, you really hope it's not going to be. But you know, that's right. in business. You want to play it safe, or like I say, cover your butt. And apparently, uh, Universal struck a deal with AMC Theaters, some similar deal, I believe, um, which. I have not been to a theater in this whole quarantine pandemic deal, but you have. Yep, just as recently as um, this past weekend. Oh, so you've been multiple times. Uh, just twice. Twice. Okay, so one for Tenant. And what did you see this weekend? And second time was the Vince Vaughn comedy slasher freaky. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh what'd you think of that one uh, for mom it was actually decent for what it was it's um <laughs> really? it's interesting to see vince vong in that type of role oh definitely but yeah it's um yeah no it was pretty good though saw it in um a cinemark xd cinema that was probably um man not even 10 people in the entire theater and you've been to a Cinemark 
XD. That's the premium cinema for Cinemark. It's it's the big, big screen, big sound. Yeah, and there was nobody in the entire row, just me and my wife just had the whole row to ourselves. So it's now was that the time you went, or do um, you think it's just that's what's normal? I think it's just what's normal, given the fact it's um, opening weekend. We saw it Saturday. And also, um, yeah, it was the the quote unquote biggest movie opening that weekend. And yeah, they made what they make. I think three million and some change uh, On from yeah from two thousand plus screens. So that says what it that's, is. That's uh, yeah, that's pretty low for two thousand screens. It is given you know given the circumstances, understandable why. And you got to right. give Universal credit for even. Going theatrical. Yeah, they're trying to make it. That's yeah. that's the thing now. Yeah, they have said that Freaky will be on uh, premium VOD December fourth. Yeah, but that'll be less than a month from his theatrical release, right? Right. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Definitely. Right. Because there's so one of the other deals is that Free Guy. And Death on the Nile was pushed by Disney. Mm. And they were supposed to release in December, and they're not. They, they haven't given a date yet. So Universal is sticking with the theaters because they released Freaky. And then on the 25th, they're going to release The Cruise. Yep. Which is a family movie. Now, how many families did you see go to the theater? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. And well, I mean, did you see any bit? You know, nah, it's, and um, I know there's not a lot of films out right now, family yeah, wise. Nah, not at all. Not when I went. But Crudes is not see, Crudes is not a attention getter in my opinion. Like it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It was enjoyable. Is Crude's two gonna get me to go to a movie theater? Probably not. <laughs> nah, not in this. Yeah, now with all this going on, it's like, ooh, let's. Yeah, let's. Yeah, nah. <laughs> now, what uh, you said? Wonder Woman is still a go. Yeah, Wonder Woman is gonna be released simultaneously theatrically and on um, HBO Max for no additional fee. So if oh. you're a subscriber, you can watch it. That's the interesting part. Unlike Disney Plus, which charged a premium for Mulan. And yeah, I think it's just Mulan for now. Huh. So December 25th, right? Oh, still, yeah. Still set for that. Uh, I don't know. That one is probably the interesting one to watch. To oh, see yeah. how it's going to perform. One, it's being a Christmas movie, or not a Christmas release during Christmas, right? And it being that popular of a movie because let's face it, it's the most popular DC. Yeah, it's going to be the last huge movie that was supposed to be released this year. That's actually going to get released this year, right? And you know, so there was this poll. Of, of a, about a thousand people or a thousand adults, I say, mm-hmm. uh, 
some key facts to take from this. 81% have said they've not been a movie theater since March. And I'm in one of those 81%. Uh, they asked why. And 56% of the people said they had concerns about getting the COVID uh, from the theater. 20% said they fear that the theaters are not doing enough to be clean properly. Yep. And 12% said they just don't want to wear a mask while watching a movie. Right. Uh, 22% said there was not a movie they wanted to go see. 19% said they would rather watch it at home. Streaming. And then uh, odd number. I don't know what's wrong with these people. 15% said they didn't go to the theaters often before the pandemic <laughs> anyway. Which uh, I I do miss the theater. I yeah. thought about going for Tenant, but I just never got around to it. And then like some of it says, nothing else has drawn me to it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, the number one reason, what, 56% concerned about getting covid mm-hmm. from other That's visitors pretty much more than half yeah you know? but you've been twice and twice you've said it's been super super sparse yeah yep and um only been to cinemark and and yeah um they i felt felt safe and yeah, they even have a special little mini video to show you um, before the movie and the trailers come on what they've done to sanitize. They tell you about the um, the HVAC system, how it pumps out the used air and, um, you know, filters in the good air and they sanitize the movie after every showing and they sanitize the entire movie theater every 30 minutes and they have the automated hand sanitizers everywhere and when you buy a ticket they automatically block off two seats either side of you so it's um yeah it's um you go there and and like i just mentioned it's gonna be pretty much empty anyway there was nobody like i said in our entire row or even behind and in front of us well, that's, that's how I would like to watch a movie <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah and it's, um, but I want to bring up one more thing um, there's a another little known movie um, theater called Escape have you heard of it uh, yes yeah yes. there's one like right here by um, the office that I'm in right now and I looked at um, they have like a huge big 70 foot screen or whatever and I was curious to go there and then I looked at the reviews and there's a lot of um, not so good reviews. Um, they're not wearing gloves to serve the food at auditoriums. Ooh. This is before COVID, so I don't think they're gonna get any better. <laughs> and um, no, the serving of food without the gloves—that's that was um post COVID. So I'm like, yeah, I won't be going there. And that's the difference yeah. between how a company like Cinemark does it, and and this um escape company movie theater. So I thought, were they not owned by? Cinemark's parent company? Um, they probably are just another subsidiary or something, but um, 
I know they're not one and the same, probably owned by the same parent company. Yeah. Okay. Because that name sounds familiar because it starts with an X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably look that up and see what's what, but um, yeah, haven't been to AMC, but yeah, um, I guess I live um by Cinemark because they they always seem to just be the better movie theater company and and as you know there's no really no regals in our area or the dfw area oh yeah they they uh took a big hit yeah yes yes but yeah trying, to, um, trying to see uh but who owns a escape yeah i, I because I know the logo, unless I've just seen it traveling around, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, theater info. Well, they have sanitation procedures on their website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just um, this particular theater that's by me. But, and um, it probably, you know, yeah, probably is. You know, different areas, different. Well, it's not really sad. I'd have to look it up. I'm not going to waste yeah. time on that. But, but no, I, I think I found it. it. Um, I don't think the same company, Chance um, Chance Reagan's, is the owner and CEO of Escape Theaters. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I think that's a whole other company. Okay. Okay. I have seen them. Though. There's, one, there's one or two around where I'm at. So, uh, but yeah, Regal. Yeah, Cinemark Holdings is the company in itself, Cinemark Holdings Incorporated. So, yeah, they're different, totally different companies. Okay. Uh, You know, Regal taking a hit. They closed up. Mm -hmm. AMC Uh, is just bleeding money. Oh, yeah. Because they were in some shady crap before all this. (laughs) Well, me and you prefer Cinemark over AMC anyway. Yeah. Like, we've been to AMC... Uh, number of times, but if I had a preference, I would go to someone. Yep. So it's good yeah. to see that they're keeping up with it. Definitely. So, um, I had a train of thought, <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost it trying to look for that. Look for that. Uh... Anyway. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you? How do you think this is going to fare in the next, let's say, six months? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, like you mentioned off the air, we were having a conversation and um, texting, and um, like I said on here, it's, it seems to be survival mode for movie theaters when it comes to streaming and they're making a deal with the movie studios. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think we talked about this on a, the podcast, um, like AMC and Cinemark, especially they have where they can rent out movie theaters. That's actually doing well for Cinemark. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how well it's doing for AMC. But um, yeah, a lot of people are taking, you can rent out a movie theater for... Um, $100 and have up to 20 people in there and bring your own movie. And through the week, um, it's, it gets as low as 50 bucks to rent out an auditorium. But you have to choose from a movie on their um, designated list or whatever. Yeah, because there's 
there's classics you can watch and then there's yeah. new releases and all that. But I mean, with streaming, you know, here's a fact uh, you're going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> okay, Netflix, since Adam Sandler started putting his movies on Netflix, they have 200 billion. Or not two hundred. Two billion people have streamed it. Oh yeah, his movies alone. Alone, <laughs> alone. This is just Adam Sandler movies. Two billion people. Ever since he made that deal with Netflix, mm-hmm. so we know that the streaming service has been gunning for the theater business anyway. Of course, yeah. So with deals and numbers like that. You know, who do you think streaming and the pandemic is going to put a big dent in the future of movies? Uh, you know, obviously, you don't want to hear, and I don't want to say it, but it's a, it's a possibility. Um, you know, what, what's, what, even if it, a bailout could happen, what's really the point if nobody's going to, you know, but, um, and is that generational too? Yeah, a good point. Yeah, but um, you said in the next six months is, I guess that's a good amount of um, another half a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got all of these movies. Um, yeah, hitting just going straight to streaming and and it being them being successful, given obviously we know why they're successful. But um, yeah, it's 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 not looking good for the movie theater um business at all. Yeah, I I can't imagine not being able to go to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. it's just um you know we've been doing it almost forty years, and <laughs> the movie theater business oh, yeah. has been over a hundred years. You know, being yeah yeah since movies were since celluloid was invented is going to be something but also we mentioned i don't know on the last podcast we might have um this could be a big opportunity for driving <laughs> owners true true because a lot of drive-ins aren't shut or not being told to close yeah i mean you know it's automatic social distancing i mean being in your cars and all that yeah. and so you know that's another thing the movie theaters traditional movie theaters have to watch out for but um yeah there's something that uh happened before the pandemic or dear or kind of early on earlier this year and i think we've talked about it um that the old law that said movie studios can't own movie theaters yeah was repealed right that's true yeah i remember that and so what people don't know is is back in the early days um the movie studio could own the theater and they only played their movies right have a monopoly in given area or and it started with i believe paramount was one of the big players on why the law was made because they started making all these 
movie theaters and they were trying to push out all the other movie studios. Yep. So the government got involved and said, no, this is like monopoly type uh, dealings. So that's where they split up and they said, you cannot own a theater. You only make movies and then people can open up their own theaters and buy the rights Mm -hmm. to show your movie. And they just recently said, well, that's a, you know, that's an old law. We we've are comfortable with movie studios regulating themselves. <laughs> and that's going to be, to me, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, no corporation is going to regulate themselves. <laughs> no, we've investigated ourselves and found ourselves not guilty. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're not doing anything wrong. Right. You know, and so the thing I have about it is I don't think that the movie theaters would be stupid enough to only open up a few of their theaters and only show their movies on those, but we see what they've done with streaming. So it's kind of not far fetched. Not at all. You know, they, you know, universal and NBC, they have the peacock and, and HBO's get what, that's another thing. Some of these, uh, like Netflix, turning into production companies as well. Yep. You know, and and they have their own theater. I could see Disney building like a movie theater chain in one or one in every big city. Let's call yeah, it. Yeah, and if anybody has the, if anybody can do yeah. it and has the muscle to do it, it's Disney. It'd be Disney, and then only showing their movies at Disney and not letting especially some of the smaller chains, mom and pop right. theaters, not getting the rights. They may give it to Cinemark and AMC and say, okay, limited runs or limited amount of showings, you know, but having to go to one Disney theater, let's call it, you know, mm-hmm. that would be crazy. Yeah. Because to, and by them saying, okay, you can only watch it in this theater, the show times and, and the amount of people that you have to deal with that normally are spread out are going to be in one concentrated place. And I'm just like, I don't think letting the studios do that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, but unfortunately, with the circumstances and situation um it's desperate times and you know they're gonna use that but hopefully it doesn't get that i guess silly because if this thing or when this thing clears up it's gonna be a whole mess oh yeah trying to sort that back out and making things back to i guess normal oh definitely i mean because yeah who's gonna you're not they're not gonna want to give that up no (laughs) <laughs> no and that that's the other thing is that with universal's deal with cinemark and amc is universal sitting there make paving the way for how the future is going to be done and movies only going to be what, a month in a theater and then after that if you can watch it at home most people are going to go why 
Right. You know, and uh, which is weird because we've witnessed another shortening of release windows in our lifetime back in 99, 2000. And before, let's say before 2000, I think it was. Yeah. If a movie was popular, no matter uh, how much money it made, it got in the theater for however long it took, I would say, before the money started running dry. And a movie like Titanic stayed for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and, and how about this? Um, another movie, another example. Um, movie, one of your favorites that just celebrated its 30th anniversary. Um, it was in theaters, I think close to a year like Titanic, and it was number one for, I think, 12 weeks. Uh, Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah. 30 years. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, big popular movies, they tried to squeeze every cent out of it. We still mm-hmm. had VHS in the early 90s and DVD sales. But you could probably find a movie that'd been out for six months and it'd still be on DVD, but it was still making money yeah. in the theater. And then something, I you know, I never researched it, but something happened in 2000. And it was like, it got chopped down to like a 20-week window. Mm-hmm. No matter how popular the movie was, it only stayed in the theater for about 20 weeks, give or take, and that's it. And then they went, so 20 weeks. But it's it would still be... A DVD release, wouldn't it? I believe so. I think, um, funny enough that you mentioned um, that was an actually a big thing to do with the chopping down of how long it would stay in theaters because, well, you mentioned the VHS tapes, right? Right. And you mentioned the DVDs. DVD um, went, um, was available for commercial sale late 97. And then mm-hmm. this thing happened in 2000. I don't think that's, that one wasn't a coincidence because um <laughs> cds or disc are easy to manufacture than vhs tapes right and um i think that that played into um the dates getting cut down because whatever they didn't make in theaters they could still recoup on home video and now this new format that was easy to manufacture was coming out so yeah yeah that played a part into it but now we got i mean now that they're streaming another format mm-hmm. and DVDs have gone out the window basically. Um, now they're shortening the release window. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's. Yeah. Before, I don't know. <laughs> yeah even before um, the COVID thing, what was a turnaround from theatrical to video was could be as little as three months. I thought, you know, I, want to say it was getting closer to like two months i think there were some that you turned around and went wasn't that just out yeah definitely and depending on um i guess depending on how well or bad a movie did but yeah two months um yeah 
yeah. And and you know, they movies like Avengers Endgame, they stretched it because they wanted to break that um the two billion dollar record. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that well, that's another that's another subject we can go yeah. on is you know kind of like the Titanic thing. They stretched it for a whole year. They had a whole year's revenue. Mm-hmm. And it was like number one for a long time, but it other movies couldn't touch it because they weren't going to be out for a year, right? You know, and it took a lot to even get to second or third. So definitely, the movie, you know, they they're in a business to make money. You know, they do this for the money. And well, the big let me say the big companies, you know, we know that this has become more money driven than art over the decades, you know. Yeah, that's true. Because if something doesn't perform, oh, well, it doesn't get a sequel or or it gets immediately rebooted now. They're trying to recuperate the the franchise mentality. (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to recuperate all that. And it's kind of, and you see what kind of crap they put out. Yeah. You know, and people go see it. That's why they continue to do it. But that's another thing that kind of keep, I think that keeps people away from the movies is that the prices that the theater charges and, and the prices on the concession, it's no longer worth just going to try a movie like it was. 20, 30 years ago. You know, it used to be, oh, what do you want to do tonight? Well, let's go to the movies. Let's just see what this movie's about. Mm-hmm. It didn't break the bank. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays, it's like, wow, the movie tickets cost this, you know, 12 whatever dollars on a Friday night. The movie better be worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I know you go to a lot of movies and, and see a lot of good ones and i have to question sometimes <laughs> why <clears throat> you, know. you know it's um and even yeah i go to the movies well went to the movies a lot and it's not even just new releases you know you got the anniversary movies the fan right. events and yeah just like um and like um independent movie events like we went to go see like jane silent bob but yeah yeah, the Jane Silent Bob reboot. So, you know, stuff like that is, you know, that's 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 fun stuff to go to, and you know, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it, you know, and like I was trying to say, it's a generational thing. I yeah. don't want to lose that. That's Mm-mm. a fun event to do. It's an experience. You know, it doesn't matter how big of a screen you can buy at home. It's yeah. still not the same. Can't be replicated, no. No, I mean they can try with all the surround sounds and stuff, but really to get a real true, you know, experience, you're gonna piss off your neighbors, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get what you really feel in a theater. And it's just a shame to see that this this uh, pandemic has really hit the uh, theater which here's an interesting fact movie theaters are taking a hit okay but we as a family 
me and my wife and my boys tried to go to Six Flags on this past Saturday. And you have to make a reservation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we were thinking, okay, you know, it being uh, an off weekend, there's no real holiday coming up for, for Six Flags. And you got to make a, appointment and the weather's been kind of flaky that we'd go and just see because uh a lot of these places they're supposed to limit their their capacity yeah okay uh we walked around well from the time we hit the front gate at, at the to park we knew we were probably not going to be staying long because there were a lot of people there and it was one o'clock in the afternoon and it was, it was, uh, I can't tell you how much of a capacity it is if you've, you haven't been there too many times, but I would probably say 75% on a, of a busy day was there. And the ride, all the rides, they had social distancing markings. You know, you're supposed to stay back six feet, wear your mask. Uh, yeah, nobody did that. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, you know, y'all ain't going to the theaters, but you're coming to this place. And we didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. We, we, we tried it to see what it was like. And, uh, we kind of rode two rides and then we were there for about two hours, but we did mostly walking around Just trying walking to around. see, you know, yeah, get the um, feel. Good point. That, um, yeah, this is all right. And, but this, I don't know. Yeah, this ain't. And, <laughs> and now that I went to that, I'm like, well, you know, next, next movie that I feel interested in, I'm, I'm going to make it a point to go see at a theater because I went to Six Flags. I tried to test it, but it was it was nuts. The yeah, we couldn't do it, you know. And I didn't. It didn't feel safe enough. But even then, it was like you got people. You're supposed to stand six, six feet apart. And, yeah. And uh, we wanted to like donkey kick people. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh man, you ain't gotta tell me. I know you and I uh, like <laughs> in a lot of ways. In that, even before um, the crap and the COVID crap, yeah, um, people, you know, I believe in respecting and having my proximity, you know, my personal space respected, right? And a lot of even with this thing, I was getting ugh, a salad somewhere, and this. You know, the markings now on the floor stand six feet away, six, whatever the hell. And it's like people are just so caught up in bad habits. And you just like, man, it just get your butt, blood boiling. And I'm not trying <laughs> to get into a fight at the salad bar. And I'm just, you know, you get somebody a stern looking. And, you know, it's it's all type of crazy things. And you got to realize just a lot of stuff you got to take into account. We, we, both live in Texas, so you don't know which goofball you're gonna run into. That's just that is trouble. true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So yeah, it's a lot of stuff you gotta take into account. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah, like you said. Uh, and another thing I wanted to point to, which is definitely related, 
and it's gonna sound like I'm being trying to be funny, but um, when I break it down, you know, like, damn, um, think about the children and like you and me growing up, um, let's go into the 90s. Um, there's some great years in movies in the 90s, 93, 94, 99, 98, but anyway, going to the movie theaters, um. We would go to the movie theater on the weekend to get away from the house. Right. To get away from your parents and go in there. And, you know, you, you speak of your children there. Um, your oldest is getting to that age where he's going to want to go on dates, you know. Right. And, and what's, what's one of the number one places you take a date that's affordable for a teenager? A movie. Movie. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. and we were saying there's some things you can't replace. You could spend, and I'm going to get to this, you could spend thousand dollars on a nice home theater but it's nothing like going to that theater smelling that popcorn you know playing the arcades right. or whatever and, and it's yeah, the yeah. whole experience right in general it doesn't matter what kind of popcorn you buy at your house it's not gonna be the same yeah and it's you know you don't want i know you don't and being a type of guy you are a movie guy you are don't want your kids to miss out on that because that's that was some, that was some of those priceless moments as a teenager right right that <laughs> was that was uh me and my wife's first uh date was <laughs> yeah, we went to go and... see uh anaconda oh wow <laughs> <laughs> dang what was it man that was 97 uh <laughs> uh 96 97 yeah something like that yeah, yeah. and yeah. and another thing something that you even before this stuff was um happening that you were trying to um build and it's actually um there's an uptick in sales um home theaters oh yeah or what they call a home theater yeah what they call <laughs> and um and unfortunately well not unfortunately but you hope this doesn't knock out traditional home theaters i went to best buy the other day and i seen my like, man and you know it's pro mostly probably for black friday but it's something that you and i as um uh, audio files don't really like <laughs> sound bars it was like a stack a mountain of sound bars mm -hmm. i'm like oh my goodness man i'm like this is just this is your average folk who like yeah you want a, a real home theater you know we go back to circuit city days when they were movie home theater rooms oh yeah those are cool and yeah, it's just like, man, all this stuff is the movie theater's going away, but even the home theater market isn't what it used to be. Right. And but to touch on that, you know, the sound bar, they they're claiming that they can project the sound and bounce it off your walls to make it sound uh to to give the surround sound. Yeah. But not every at, room at is made the, day, the same. Right. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's simulated. It's not authentic. Right. It's not real. Correct. You're not. That sound isn't coming from your right or mm -hmm. your left or from behind you. It's coming from in front of you, and it's trying to bounce off of things to do that. Yeah. And they use that technology in headphones. Right. It works on headphones because it's right there in your ear. Yeah, it's right. Okay. And so, but the uh, one couple of things you got to think about that is is the size of your room the distance you are away from the sound bar mm -hmm. how many openings how many like the room i'm sitting in right now is not a square room it's got 
Yeah, that's one, right. two, three, four, five, five, six sides. Because I got a bay window, so it's not going to bounce right. I mm-hmm. I want to be able to set the speakers up where the height that I think is optimal, the center channel where I think is optimal, the sides and the back and the subwoofer. You know, and and soundbar, I don't see a soundbar doing that. Nah, and it's um. Yeah, the average folk, it's funny because I think if they won't notice that, but if they do notice that something's not right, they won't know what the hell the problem is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I want yeah. as close as to a surround sound experience that I can get. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to replicate the theater surround sound. Yeah. Because that is, you got to have multi speakers for that. Oh, yeah. You got to have a basically, um, a lot of people are going for the Adobe Atmos setup. <laughs> that, right. And that could get a little bit expensive. Well, it's expensive, but it's still simulated. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's still coming from the Yeah, front. as far as, um, yeah, the sound bar goes. Yeah, it's still a sound bar. And that's mm. where I'm like, if that's where it's going, it's like, don't take away the theater because I still want that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I still have not found one yet. Or I have. Let me say this. I found surround sound systems that are uh, the old way. Five, seven speakers and a subwoofer. Um, Thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but, you know, six months to a year ago, they were selling them for like two, three hundred really good ones. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I try to go buy one and they're like, oh, we don't, you know, we're out of stock. They're not making that one anymore. Right. But we got all these sound bars over here. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. It's it's like, well, it's not a hopefully because it the yeah, you gotta get rid of one to make Yeah, it's it's real, it's a real dilemma because the home theaters will have to go away to even though there still is an uptick in the home theater market, you want uh the old school um setups right which are popular not anymore yeah you know, but it's unless whole... you just a, you know like anyone had old school physical media um you know old school setup type of people mm-hmm. still a lot of us left but not enough to you know Keep push it, it in the general market yeah yeah that, and you know i understand technology you gotta you gotta move forward right Mm -hmm. but it's not the way the technology's heading isn't always good you know like how many times have you before streaming how many times did you download your your purple disc or whatever the heck (laughs) it was called uh uh used to if you bought the dvd it was purple something Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, yeah, brain fart time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> how many times did you download a movie to watch it anywhere? Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, tried it once with uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah, is the ultraviolet going, you're talking about? Yeah, ultraviolet. There yeah. you go. I was going to get on a plane and go, I think, to Florida. And I wanted to take the dark night with me. 
but the format wouldn't transfer onto the device that I was doing it. I ended up bootlegging it, (laughs) you know, but how many, I don't know many people that did that. And now that you got streaming and I'm pretty sure, you know, DVD sales have dwindled because of streaming, but it's like, you don't really own it. If they decide to take it off. Yeah. You can't do anything with it. Yeah. That's the, yeah. A lot of, um, like you are, (laughs) Uh, a lot of gamers who are listening, they know that same thing. Uh, you paid a yearly subscription and to download, oh, yeah. but if you, you miss that subscription, they take away those downloads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that's a great point. That happened to me one time. I missed the credit card information got messed up. Yeah. So my, my yearly subscriptions to PlayStation right. uh, lapsed. And all of a sudden, I couldn't access some of the games that I, they were free. You know, they give one one or two games right. every month, but I couldn't access it. And that's when I realized, oh, I got to pay that. But think right. about somebody if if you haven't on fallen on hard times, yeah, and you can't pay that, you just cannot pay that. Yeah, that's true. Now you your know games what, um, are gone. That's true. And another thing that's um even more relevant to what we're talking about, um, Disney Plus, the um. The premium um, Mulan thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I think somebody actually um, they had a, a similar issue like you. They they changed their credit card, so the credit card information wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. So you're paying monthly for the Disney Plus, and you have to pay thirty bucks for Mulan, the premium to watch the movie, right? Right. And um, they said, oh well, you know, my credit card, the auto pay was on, and my credit card changed, and you don't keep that Mulan, even though you paid thirty extra dollars for it. Oh wow. So yeah. Huh. Well, they're gonna release. I think we talked about this. Disney's gonna release a movie in. Yeah, talk about Soul. Yes. Yeah, the yes. animated gonna, Soul. Yeah. Or at least Soul. But they said they're not gonna do it like Milan. They're not gonna make yeah. you pay for it. That is gonna release it on there. So, here's a question: How's that? How is Pixar getting that money? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's some. It's got to be some deal, and because they can't just bank on, or they can't just be dependent on new subscriptions, right? Or current, or whatever. Because it's got to be something else. Um, yeah, man. That's a you know, how are they going to get the money? To, yeah, because they are going to get some new um subscription. I don't know if Disney Plus are they still doing free trials and all that? Oh, I'd imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine so. I've got it, so I don't know. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. even with HBO Max, um, with the Wonder Woman, I, you know, they're still, because they're a new streaming service, they're doing a free trial. A lot of people are going to get the trial and just cancel. Yeah. After they watch the, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. And even, so even the streaming services have, uh, well, not the streaming services, they're going to get their money, but I guess studios going to the streaming services. When a lot of streaming services are starting to uh, raise their price, Netflix keeps doing it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, Hulu just announced that the live TV version of Hulu, which I have, right, going to increase like five, ten bucks again. Wow. It's so, so many different tiers to Hulu. I lost count. Uh, yeah, I know. But now, so this is what I was afraid of with all the stuff that I'm paying now. 
I'm back to paying for cable. Basically. What cable used to cost me, I am spending in online services. But I have four different apps yeah. to choose from. And instead of going to one place, one box, and just flipping the channels. Yeah, and that's what you don't want to do. And But to get what you want to watch, <laughs> you got to. Yeah, you know, man. I'm really, really holding off on on uh, Peacock. I really don't right, that's want why to I was add. About to mention it. <laughs> you know, I really don't want to add another one. Yeah. But I have a feeling my wife's going to want to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I've been telling her, no, 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 no. Stick to the free version. But, you know, all this, you know, streaming versus theater, I don't think... I think, you know, we we need theaters. I think theaters should survive for for forever. Of course, yeah, it's um... yeah. But I don't think that they need to start giving into the streaming services. I know they need the money. I right. get it. But this isn't going to last forever. We're going to return back to normal, hopefully, at some point in time. Soon hopefully mm-hmm. you know and then people will flood the theaters so you know i i don't know why universal did the multi-year deal with, with cinemark uh i would have only been like okay maybe there's a clause in there that that says yeah, hey when this when this stuff's over deals off you know which hopefully but you know i i i don't want to watch my movies at home yeah, for the you rest know, all of the time. time. <laughs> because there's there's something about going to a comedy and hearing the whole theater laugh. Yeah. There's something the about you know, something about seeing Captain America um wield Thor's hammer and the reaction of that is or everybody shedding a cheer and gasping <laughs> when uh my boy uh Iron Man yeah croaked. Yeah, it's just stuff you can't um still big powerful moments, but it's something about experiencing these moments with a crowd. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's memories like this. Uh Independence Day. Ooh. I was visiting an aunt and uncle. Yeah, in Missouri. They my uncle was in the military. We went to the local theater near the army base. Okay. About fifty percent of the people in that movie theater were were in the army. Ah, yeah. All right. Military, that's cool. <laughs> you know. And we saw Independence Day crowded. I mean, not a empty seat in the house. The scene where the alien makes the room foggy in in the operation room, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And it's real foggy, and the camera pans in, and, he, and the alien slams Brett Spiner up against the window. Right. I saw a whole theater of army dudes jump. Jump. <laughs> but I stayed still. <laughs> oh wow! You know, and it's like you can't you can't get that in your house. You know, maybe your significant other or your kids jump, but I mean, the whole it's just funny that me being whatever age I was, well, I can't remember when that movie came out. In 96. 96. Okay, so 15 years old. 
I didn't jump. I knew that's another thing that I could tell that I, I like movies. I knew that was going to happen. So it didn't affect me, but <laughs> the whole theater, you just see everybody jump up in their seat. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, at the time I was like, look at all these pansies, but it made a memory, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, boy. and you, you don't want to lose those kind of opportunities Yeah, with losing the theater. Yeah, that's um, yeah, because yeah, you think about the history of how media is presented to us. Nothing necessarily, yeah, nothing is ever in the history of media and presentation has went away exactly. It's just been upgraded to some degree, right? You know, yeah, there was no TV, you had radio, but radio still exists. You know? Oh yeah, satellite mm-hmm. radio is still radio, and. Yeah, there's just different options and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, black and white TV just got color, color TV, got a bigger it's the, TV. And... It's the speed that it's given to us now. Right. You know, everybody wants it now. You don't want to go to the store to get a CD. You just want to open up your streaming app and listen to the new song. Right. You know, you don't want to go to the theater. You just want to watch it at home or on your phone while you're walking around bumping into things <laughs> right <clears throat> you know so uh, even in you know news and everything everybody wants the information now mm-hmm. and i think that's what needs to slow down to to make things different you know there's something about waiting or going to do that kind of stuff that you kind of lose but it's it's made everybody numb too, you know yeah it's yeah it's um it's interesting yeah it's interesting so. you, you said that <laughs> yeah so i don't know it kind of went a little wide there on the subject but no it's um it's a it's, it's all a related period. you know right. it's all it's all kind of related to each other that's the thing is um that's how big of a deal it is it's not just yeah it's blooming and flowering out into you know it's a tree with many branches it's a, but yeah it's a, a lot has to happen before we go back to normal yeah but that's a whole another um conversation oh yeah but yeah it's um yeah. so but, but yeah i, I think mean, they'll fight it's a battle that's that's gonna be fought hard because this definitely. is this this is a major a major limb in the body of entertainment and Hollywood yeah. and well, movie theaters. I think once this is all over, I think every you know everybody should at least uh, you know go see the big movies in the theater still, but mm-hmm. even uh, try and go to some of the smaller releases or independents, you know, right. like we talked about, or re-releases because you know I've seen a couple of re-releases at the uh what do they call it the not fandango uh um, phantom events phantom events seen yeah. you know seen a couple of those you know kind of keeps it going kind of changes the experience too yeah but and, um, uh yeah that's crazy and it's not even just um the re-releases that um phantom you forget that um uh, the jay silent bob's um reboot was a phantom event right yeah, 
Right. It's like you said, but you said that with the independent movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it weird that, you know, Phantom Event started out as just a bunch of operas? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they still did that. They still broadcast, um, yeah, like uh, operas and which and a lot of them were live broadcast, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just it's they, that's how it started. And then they started throwing in some older movies, and now it's it's a constant thing because at first it was once in a blue moon mm-hmm. and then it was during the summer and now it's a year-round thing yeah or was right yeah. recent <laughs> you know but anyway uh i think that's all i've got for today i don't know if oh, there's man. anything you know that's about. um yeah that was uh, quite a bit oh yeah i knew that was gonna take take pretty much all the time we want to talk about you know but it, i think it needs to be talked about oh yeah and, and put out there definitely yeah so all right well i think uh, that'll do it for us today you, uh, you want to plug yourself oh yes um sigmund cinema uh, instagram twitter and check it out and also the links to my podcast will be on Ireland, one of those. So, yeah, check that out. Look for the links. And yes, yes. Yep. And uh, I'll be working on all that kind of stuff too over <laughs> the next uh, coming months and try and get this going. So, oh, yes. We will uh, talk to you people later. All righty. <laughs>